0: Welcome to Create A New Tomorrow. I'm your host Ari Gronich. Thank you so much for listening in. Uh, remember to rate, review, comment, like, subscribe, and all those kinds of things so that we can start conversations and continue this on. Today with me I have Nelson Tressler and he is an interesting interesting uh, person, has a, an amazing history. I'm going to let him kind of tell you a little bit about that but He's the author of the Unlucky Sperm Club, and founder and CEO of I Got Smarter. So, just the two names alone tend to reveal themselves a little, a little bit. But I'd like you to kind of explain to the audience what it is that made you in the uh, uh, author of the Unlucky Sperm Club, and uh, and how you got smarter.
1: Yeah. Th- uh, first of all, thanks for having me on, Ari. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I have quite the origin story. Um, So my mom uh, became pregnant with me when she was 15 years old. She was one of 15 children. Her father was the local trash collector in a small town. And while she was pregnant with me, her father uh, drove a car into the town square and there uh, he spotted two police officers. Uh, He stuck a gun out the window and opened fire, uh, killing one of the police officers and critically wounding another. Uh, My grandfather was eventually brought uh, to stand trial. Uh, He was facing the death penalty, and uh, during his trial uh, my mother testified to the jury that the reason that her father had shot and killed that police officer was that that police officer had raped her and she was now pregnant with his baby, me. And, um, that's kind of where it started. My uh, grandfather's first trial ended in a hung jury because of my mom's testimony. They took the death penalty off the table, but uh, he was eventually found guilty and served the rest of his life more than 40 years behind bars pretty much leaving behind, you know, his large family of 15 kids, my, you know, including my mom and now me uh, in a small town to kind of deal with the circumstances of, of what had happened. Um, you know, my story, you know, continues to get, go on. It, it, it apps, you know, it doesn't get any easier from there. You know uh, my mom eventually becomes uh, 21 and starts to go to bars and there she finds a peach of a man who eventually becomes my stepfather, uh, come to find out that he's an alcoholic, uh, that he is physically and emotionally abusive to me and my mom on a daily basis and, uh, having to deal with, uh, that situation. And I ended up, uh, going and, and living with my grandmother permanently. And for the first time in my life, you know, I kind of had that stable household, you know, even though, you know, I'm living with my gram who, you know, some of her 15 children are still living at home. And, you know, my grandma was a saint, you know, she's raising five or six other cousins for whatever reasons. But for the first time, I kind of had a stable uh, household to live in, you know, there was no alcohol, there was no abuse. And even though education wasn't a huge priority, my grandma at least expected that you were going to go to school, uh, probably for her sanity, you know, to get rid of some kids for a few hours in the day. But, for that first time, I was I was uh, able to kind of really start to reflect upon my life and what direction it was going. And I remember, uh, you know, one time I was in the seventh grade and a counselor came from the local university to talk to us about what we needed to do to get into college. And kind of the bells and whistles went off in my head. And I thought to myself, you know what, if if I could be, you know, if I could graduate from college, maybe I could change the the direction my life was headed. And, uh, you know, anytime you put those uh, thoughts in your head that you want to do something different or something that's going to be difficult, you know, that voice in the back of your head starts screaming at you all the reasons that you can't do it. And I remember thinking, well, you're going to try to be, you know, graduate from college, you know, no one in my extended family had ever gone to college. Only two people had ever even graduated from high school from my mom's family. And here I am, I'm in special ed. I can't read. I can't write. I can't spell. And I'm talking about going to college. But, you know, I didn't listen to those voices. My life was not where I wanted it to be. And I thought if I could do this, if I could accomplish this goal, that I really could uh, change uh, the direction of my life, and eventually, you know, the life that I was going to give my future family. Flash forward, you know, twelve years later, four different colleges, four years in the Air Force. I finally became that first person in my family to graduate from college.
0: Wow! Congratulations. This is a that's a that's a tremendous story to to begin with. Um, what were some of the things that you? Th- Feel are different about you and your mindset than some of the other people who have experienced similarly difficult beginnings, and uh, and yet you know they're still in that spot of wanting to have hope. They're still living, right? So they still have a, at least a smidgen of of hope. And if you're talking directly to them, they're in the audience. If you're direct directing these comments to them specifically, what do you think was the difference maker in, in you that allowed you to, to gain that kind of um, shift and change, and pivot?
1: Yeah. Well I think there's a few things I mean the one thing I I've always had that long-term perspective I've always looked into the future and really wanted wanted to kind of realize where I was heading and I I knew the future was coming and you know I also always knew that I was in charge of my ship that that I was the captain of my ship and you know you you hear that saying you you can't control the winds uh but you can absolutely control the way that you set your sails And I think uh, so many people want to assign their problems and, you know, uh, their heartaches upon other people or other things or what's going on in the world. And as soon as you assign your problems to somebody else or something else, you lose all control. And uh, I think one of the things that has helped me in my life is I've taken control for everything and I've absolutely taken control for my own success. And as soon as I've done that, then I'm in control. And, you know, there's, there's bad things that happen. You know, uh, you know it, it hasn't been a smooth ride. But when you're in control, you can overcome that stuff that pops up. But as soon as you start blaming it on somebody else or something else, you give away that control.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because the premise of the show is kind of the world sucks. The systems that we're living under suck. Uh, we've created these systems. I, I, my saying is we made this shit up and we can make it up better. And how do we then activate our visions for a better world? And it sounds to me like the number one thing that you've done is taken personal responsibility for the world around you. And instead of assigning the responsibility to the world around you, to, to heal or fix you. And that's a really interesting perspective because it takes away that ability to be a victim and it gives you the ability to be a victor. But what do you say to the people who really like being a victim and, uh, and really, you know, like that's where they're getting their juice and they don't see that they can get the juice from the other, from that victor versus victim.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you touched on my book and, and the subtitle to that is you're not a victim of your circumstances. You're a product of your choices. That's what I would say is, and, and you talk about, you talk about changing the world or the world around us, but you know what? If you focus on your own world and changing your own world, you don't need to change everything else that's out there affecting everything else. I mean, uh, I can only control the things that I can control And I think a lot of times is people want to change, you know, they want to change, try to stop the waves of the ocean. But you know what? What they really need to focus on is changing themselves.
0: Let's go get into some some techniques, some some of the minutiae of what you talk about in your book. Because I don't like to just kind of throw out the phrases and throw out the theories and the concepts. I, I like to give the audience things that they can do and actionable things that they can do. And I'm going to, I'm going to use me as an example so that I'm going to let you kind of refer back to this particular thing. Okay. So my entire life, there's been parts of me that have felt like I'm a burden, right? So yep and, and abused and, you know, growing up, I had medical conditions. So pe- you know, my family needed, needed to take care of me a little bit differently than say my brother who didn't have all those issues. Right. So he may not have that same feeling of I'm a burden. And so therefore I can't ask for help. Therefore I can't do this. Or I, you know, those, the, there are things that, that were in my life were out of bounds, so to speak, like asking for help. I had to do everything myself. I have, you know, it's like those kinds of issues. I know a lot of people have that, but they also have others. So why don't you just talk to that a little bit and then how in your book you kind of, and I don't normally promote somebody's book, but I am going to give you the opportunity to explain the tech, the tips and tricks that are in there that help people get through whatever it is that they're going through and hopefully non-conceptually more of like actionable kinds of
1: things. Yeah, well, and thank you. I mean, one of the biggest things that ever changed uh, my world and, and my outlook on life is the concept of things only have the meaning that you're willing to give them. And I mean, that hit me like uh, a ton of bricks is you get to give meaning to everything that happens to you in this world. And when you get to give meaning to every, why on earth would you ever give anything a negative meaning? And I know, you know, I've lived through some horrible things and some horrible circumstances in my childhood and in my, uh, you know, adult life, but what I found is when you dig deep enough and hard enough, and like I said before, if you're really looking for something good or what, what I can learn about this, or how can I use this to, you know, get me to where I want to go, you'll find something, you'll find something in there. You know, you, you get to tell your own, you know, your own story. So you get to tell yourself what this means to you. And uh, as soon as you start assigning good things to think, you know, you know, supposedly bad things that happen to you, as soon as you start to see the good in those things and give it a positive meaning, that's when you start to, you know, create, get energy from it.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Nelson. I really appreciate it. I know the audience has gotten a lot out of this, if not just, you know, the success from beginnings uh, that, that you've created in your life and the fact that You've turned it into a purpose to help other people do the same thing. That's just, um, it's an amazing thing. How can people get a hold of you? Where can they find you? And uh, I do want to promote your book and your, your uh, app. So why don't you tell them what that is, uh, just a little bit about it and how they can find it. And Sure.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Um, you can go to nelsontressler.com. Everything is there. Uh, my book, the unlucky sperm club, you're not a victim of your circumstances, but a product of your choices is available everywhere. Books are sold. Amazon's probably the easiest place to get it. And then the app is called the, I got smarter app. And, uh, it is on all the uh, app sites, uh, and you can download it. And right now we're giving away 30 free days, uh, so that you can try it out and make sure it's for you. And then it's only, you know, 999 thereafter. I mean, there's no excuses. If you want to change your life and you want help doing it and a plan to do it, that app is, uh,
0: that's why I started that app. Yeah. So, so just give me a, a little bit more on the app and what its function is so that sure. we'll go there. They, they know what they're going there for.
1: Yeah. So the the app is a, a goal fulfillment program. It's everything that I've learned over the last 25 years that, that I've, you know, been a, a goal and personal development junkie, but you know, there's you're crystal clear, you do a self-assessment to make sure, you know, what your goals are going to be. And then there's all the concepts and the theories that I've used. I mean, you know, we have a morning ritual to where you're giving gratitude. You're, you're grateful for the circumstances you're in. You're not satisfied, but you're grateful. And you're learning personal development strategies throughout the app. You review your goals every single day. You know, we only work on three goals at a time and, you know uh, so, but you're designing what you're going to do that day. and, And the app automatically populates your task list through this morning ritual. So when you finish that, you've got a list of the things that you need to do specific to your goal, the most important thing of the day, you know, all those things. So there's never a day if you do your morning ritual that you don't know what you need to do to accomplish your goals. And then the app, uh, you know, has an evening ritual where you're reflecting upon your day, what worked, what didn't work, you know, what did you learn from it? What were your biggest successes? And like I touched on before, you know, the secret sauce is that opportunity to work with a success partner who's also trying to achieve their goals and support and encourage each other through the app real time so that you actually see your goals through
0: to the end. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. and uh, I know the audience is going to get a lot from that and from uh, from listening to this episode. So thank you again. Uh, this has been another episode of Create a New Tomorrow. I am your host, Ari Gronich, and uh, just wanted to remind you about the mastermind program that we're getting ready to launch. If you're interested in it, you're more than welcome to message me, comment to me, uh, you know, anywhere below the videos that are going to be here or on the podcast pages. and uh, And remember to like, subscribe, read, comment, rate, review, do all those things that you know helps move this conversation forward because we love having these conversations and helping you guys so that you can create a new tomorrow today, activate your vision for a better world. And we will see you next time. Thank you so much for being here.